So therefore, now that we understand the enormous power we have when we, with other people, pray and study and do commandments, so it's very evil, the Rebbe says, people that are focused on business or labor that are under the sun, meaning temporal occupation, in contrast to pyro that we would view as above the sun. So it's very evil that these people before or after prayer, instead of studying Torah and reaping all the benefits and greatness we've just discussed, they talk, light talk. And especially when here we're talking about the time of prayer, which is supposed to be accompanied by service, by work, to draw near God. And instead, before prayer or after prayer, the gathering becomes a company of scoffers, God forbid. As our sages say, if two people sit together and they're not exchanging words of Torah, this is a company of scoffers. Now, if we can imagine it, we have ten Jews. And because we have ten Jews, we have the divine presence. And these ten Jews are just speaking these idle words. There's no greater insult, a shaming, a disgracing of the divine presence than to be a company of scoffers in the divine presence. And if our sages said that someone who commits a transgression in secret pulses the feet of the divine presence, God forbid, imagine someone who commits a transgression in public. You repulse the entire measure of the creator. Our sages said it's impossible for me and him to live together in the world. But we don't mean that the divine presence is absent, because we're saying we're shaming the divine presence that's there. But it's as if, rather, as it speaks in Song of Songs, the king is held captive in the gutters of the mind, shackled in the channels of people's unworthy thoughts, which, like gushing currents, flash fleetingly through the mind. This is a tremendous humiliation for the divine presence. So woe to those who repulse the divine presence. When God will raise the divine presence and say to her, awake, arise from the dust. As it says, that on account of three things are the Jewish people detained in exile because they repulse the divine presence and because they shame the divine presence, as it says in the Zohar. So therefore, don't commit this great evil. Don't take a gathering of worshipers before or after prayer into a company of scoffers. Rather, we have to give glory to God before it grows dark, the verse says. This is in Jeremiah. Meaning, means between the afternoon and evening prayer every weekday. We should study in groups of at least 10 the mystical dimensions of Torah. The Agatha contained in Ein Yaakov because the secrets of Torah are there in Agatha and it atones man's sin. And to the non-mystical passages in the Agatha, it's also good to learn them because these are the ways of God that a man should walk in. And enable him to take counsel on his soul in heavenly matters, like Torah and the Commandments, and in worldly matters. And also during the same time, between the afternoon and evening prayers, people should study a little from the Code of Jewish Law, the section called Eros Kayim, the laws are essential for every person to know. And our sages say that whoever studies these Torah laws every day is a short of life and the world to come. The clear, definitive rulings that are practical, relevant. And, additionally, 
on the Shabbat. By the time of the afternoon prayer, people should be learning the laws of Shabbos. There are many, many, many laws of Shabbos that we can stumble in because of ignorance. And if we transgress unwittingly because we didn't study properly the laws, it's not considered like an accident. It's considered, God forbid, like an intentional transgression. And we're not just talking about, of course, about the biblical law. We're talking about all the rabbinic injunctions that are so ner- numerous. Muksa, so many laws and so many things that people do not do properly because they don't know. They say, well, it's all from the rabbis. But our sages say that infringing on the words of the rabbis, the rabbinic injunctions, are more serious than infringement of the words of Torah than explicit scriptural commandments. And our sages say that whoever transgresses the words of the sages, even a minor prohibition of theirs, is liable to the death penalty, just as someone who transgresses grave prohibitions explicit in the Torah. So this is all coming to emphasize how vital it is to study and know the laws of Shabbos, and therefore they should be studied in public as the time of the afternoon prayer comes close. And a person shouldn't separate himself from the congregation when they are studying these things that are said, the Agadah, the Jewish law. Even if you say, well, I already know that. I want to study something else. I'm like, for whatever reason, I want to study something else. No. Every individual should participate in whatever the congregation is busy with. And especially, of course, if you left the studying, now there would no longer be 10 people. Generally, we think of 10 people as very important for prayer. But the Rebbe here is saying that the quality of Torah study is completely enhanced by a quorum of 10. And therefore, when ten Jews stay together, they draw down a very exalted degree of holiness, an intense indwelling of the divine presence. So therefore, an individual who's leaving destructs a group of ten is, so to speak, like someone who's leaving prevents, prevents a quorum of ten, previously ten, now nine Jews, from reciting parts of prayer that you need to have ten Jews to recite. And it says that whoever separates himself from the community will not merit to witness and participate in the community's consolation. But we should listen. We should take seriously this time before and after prayer. We should fill it with Torah study, especially group Torah study, especially at least 10 people Torah study. And then we have this enormous, infinite light of God coming to illuminate all of our souls.